The evil of corruption reaches into every corner of the world. Corruption lies at the heart of the most urgent problems we face. Welcome to Confidential Brief, where Chad Thomas takes you into the stories behind the issues facing our society. Good afternoon. You're listening to Confidential Brief. My name is Chad Thomas. It's just past the midday mark on this, the 22nd of June, 2020, and this weekend we experienced the winter solstice. This means that uh, we should be somewhere along the lines of halfway through our winter, and today is definitely a lot warmer than what we've experienced. There's a couple of changes that you may have heard um, this morning. We now have a global COVID-19 update, which is very important to us because it's showing that this virus isn't going away. In fact, it may be getting a bit worse, and we are definitely going to be touching on this during the show today. Before we get to the ads and to the BCCSA sting, I'd just like to remind you that you can make a difference during the COVID-19 pandemic with DISCAM. Your DISCAM benefit points can now go towards supporting the Independent Solidarity Fund set up by the President. DISCAM is matching rand for rand, all point donations, and will kick started with a much front 2 million rand. Money's raised will go towards saving lives and assisting people in need. Donate now by converting your points via the DISCAM app or website. Together we are stronger. Together we can overcome the pandemic. Discam, pharmacists who care. When we come back from the break, we're going to be joined by Jennifer Stoller. Um, she's the CEO and founder of Impassion Transcend Yourselves. But before then, just like to remind you that the views expressed on the show are not necessarily those of High FM. You're listening to the Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Today we're taking a break from the usual. Um, fraud, crime, corruption type stories. And we're going to be chatting about lessons learned during lockdown. And joining me is Jennifer Stoller, who is the CEO and founder of Impassion Transcend Yourself. And I always enjoy reading my, my guest bios because they, there's such fascinating people out there. Jennifer's an admitted attorney and notary. She's a speaker, podcaster, a legal easer, an advisor, a passion igniter and driver of change. We're going to learn a lot more about being a passion igniter and a driver of change during the show. For several years, Jennifer's expertise was deeply rooted in family law litigation and she wholly and ethically committed herself to the attainment of justice through legal means for her clients and their legal matters. In November 2019, Jennifer left full-time legal practice to start Impassion Transcend Yourself. She did this with the aim to educate and empower humans to know that through legal education, they could avoid issues in their lives rather than cure them. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm a lot warmer than last week. I can tell you that. <laughs> Honestly, my Jen- so high. I'm like cooking in here, but it's fine. So Jennifer, you chose an interesting time in your in your life to go on your own with this this wonderful um, <laughs> impassion transcend yourself concept, not knowing that you were going to go straight into COVID a few months later. And what's it been like for you on a personal basis, having started this this venture and now finding yourself in the midst of lockdown, COVID, and all this 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 bizarre um, activities that are taking place around us? So I think that's what's actually quite funny is that we I have this this joke in my mind is that whenever we plan and we we think that we have control over absolutely everything. The universe kind of turned around and was like, well, no, you don't actually have any control. So obviously when I took the leap from my corporate legal job, already it was really scary. It was very, very daunting. It was me 
kind of taking a leap from something that actually seemed so secure and seemed so solid into following my passion in taking the law and educating and empowering people with it rather than people having to run to me in order to to fix their problems. And so I obviously went into 2020 thinking this is my year, 2019, there was so much that happened, I'm going to make things happen, I'm going to build this empire, and then COVID happened. And I am extremely honest with, with my journey, and it really scared me. Like, I got to a point where I sat down, and I just cried. <laughs> like, I literally just cried. I was like, I am taking a leap to create events for people that can come to these events and get educated, and now nothing's happening. But I sat down and I started to realize that I actually needed to pivot and I needed to wake up and I needed to kind of change the game. And I needed to get to a point that I started to adapt um, with the times. And I must admit, through these times, I've never actually grown more in my life than than I have now. Obviously, um, there there's so much growth that goes in struggling and being uncomfortable but the the place that I've kind of found myself has been so humbling because I've always been a go-getter. I was always in court. I was always seeing clients. I was always going, going, going. And I actually had the opportunity to be still and not stress around uh, like that so much is happening around me. And I got to plan and create and be creative. And, and there were so many lessons that I've learned through this. And I think, and I think that's obviously when you, when we were chatting, I wanted to go through those lessons. And obviously I'm not a teacher. I'm not going to sit here giving a whole list of things that I learned. But the one, the one thing that I learned the most is that focusing on your plans that you have and thinking that you have control of everything around you actually just leads to disappointments and, and a lot of anxiety. And I'm sure, I'm sure you feel the same that um, everything around us has changed so much and we've had to adapt, but I've kind of taken it as, as a lesson. I've started to educate myself more. I've, I, fortunately enough, before COVID, I was doing webinars. I was doing things online. I kind of created a presence online while I was an attorney and that served me, but obviously now I had to up my game. Do you know what I mean? So, um, for me, I started to also realize that Fear is fear. The fear that I have, um, obviously, that my company might not be doing the way that I wanted it to be, and the fear that some people have by losing a salary or losing a job is still fear. Do you know what I mean? We can't compare how fearful I am and how fearful someone else is. Fear is relative. And what I've kind of started to realize with my clients is that everyone is going through a really hard time. Obviously, it's gotten better. Um, some people have uh, been able to to go. Must I continue? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, so people have, have been in a position that they have been fearful. And the question that you asked me in the beginning is that the, the, the leap that I took from the corporate space, which seemed so safe, into impassion, was it like, was it a letdown for me? And it's actually the opposite. I started to see that job security actually means nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like people thought that they were secure in their jobs and they're losing them. People thought that having a job was a secure space and now they 
they can no longer do that. So it's, I find it very, very liberating, to be honest. I think I think your your sitting down and having a good cry has helped you reach a point of liberation. A lot of people haven't been able to reach that yet. I know that it's had a massive impact on on my business, on my staff, and I know a lot of people out there, it, they don't realize why they're suffering the anxiety that they're suffering, and they haven't reached that point yet of quite understanding what an incredible life changer this has been. And I'm hoping that a lot of people have taken away good from this. And that's what we're going to chat about when we come back. I want to know more about the good that we can take away from this, the good habits that may have been learned, and I want to know more about what a passion igniter is. You're listening to Confidential Brief. My name is Chad Thomas, and I'm chatting to Jennifer Stoller. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're back with The Confidential Brief live here on High FM. Um, we're chatting to Jennifer Stoller today, and our conversation regards lessons from lockdown. And I know we've all got our own personal stories and our I'm hoping that a lot of people have taken something positive out of this. Uh, Jennifer, from your perspective, what would you say has been the biggest learning curve for you? I think the the biggest learning curve for me has been that I obviously had this this amazing vision that I was going to create this company and I was going to do something that I was so passionate about and it was going to come so easily. And, and what I started to realize, we're all human beings and we all have our bad days and we all have our good days. Like, I'm so honest with the clients that I deal with because I obviously deal with people in um, high conflict situations, going through divorces, going through um, family turmoil, uh, legal issues. So they are not only going through COVID, but they're also going through massive conflicts and legal change in their lives. So I think the, the biggest turning point for me in this is that it's humbled me so much to be able to be so honest with my clients and say to them, you know what? It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to to feel overwhelmed and anxious and all these emotions that are rushing through you. But you have to feel them. You have to absorb them. And you have to, like, flow through them rather than go through them. And I'm dead honest with people. I say to them, sometimes I wake up and I'm so tired and I'm defeated and I'm scared and I say to myself, okay, I don't have a hundred percent to give today, but I have 10% and I'll give that 10%. You always need to be able to do your best that you can possibly do on any given day and just be kind to yourself. Like the whole world is going through this. We are all, we're all feeling the same things. How we deal with things is different, but we're human and that's okay. I'm fearful of going out. I'm finding that mm. lockdown actually suited me. And yes. going out to to buy things, to go to the shops, etc., I was finding that my social anxiety was reaching a whole new high. How do you think we can cope with social anxiety and communicate with our friends and family, not being able to see them directly? I think I actually, um, so I have a very good friend, Justin Cohen, and he is a psychologist and he deals, he actually was giving a, a brief talk about the social anxiety aspect and he He's, he, obviously I'm not going to quote him directly, but he said along the lines that a lot of people actually were calmer with their anxiety because now they didn't have to go out. They didn't have to. People that actually struggle with social anxiety as a norm, uh, felt safe at home. So now when you're going out and you're fearful of obviously having to engage with people and having to, to get into a social environment, 
I, I'm the kind of person that I literally say to people, you have to go through something to be able to experience it and see how you will deal with it. How I deal with social anxiety may be very different to how you deal with social anxiety. But my advice is be honest with your family and friends. Be able to, to be open with them. Communicate with them. Tell them how you're feeling. Seek help. Um, watch webinars. There's so much information online and there's so many people that are willing to help. Take that help. And you're going to feel the social anxiety, but it's whether you, you manage it and you're open to it and you absorb it and you can see it and you deal with it, or you kind of become so overwhelmed with it that you actually get anxiety about anxiety, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So talking about that, before we take our halfway break for the show, um, I think it's very important for our listeners to understand that HiFM has a 24-hour helpline. It's 0800-2424-36, and this helpline is there to assist. There's 22 trained counselors that are there to assist wherever possible. And during this time of loneliness, this time of separation, I would suggest that if you're feeling the need to speak to somebody, phone. And what's unique about this particular helpline is that if you give them your details, they'll actually phone you on a day-to-day basis to check in on you. And not just that. The Geb has launched an emergency relief fund because unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures. No matter the amount, your contribution will make a difference. So visit www.jhbgev.co.za to donate. And now, of course, just before our, our halfway mark, uh, we have to pay some of the bills. I'd like to tell you mm-hmm. about a great special at the moment. Vancasa, home to Tempura and Magniflex, is proud to announce their newly developed Vancasa website, offering customers the option to purchase their favorite mattress brands, Temper and Magniflex. Experience the weightless, the weightless feeling of a Temper mattress, and as the mattress confirms to your body shape, contributing the weight evenly for optimum comfort and support throughout the night. As you get up, the mattress becomes firm and returns to its original form. Wake up to your best self every day. Sleep on a Temper mattress available on www.vencasa, that's V-E-N-C-A-S-A, dot Kaiser, or visit any one of our nationwide showrooms. Temper is brought to you by Vencasa, the world leaders in sleep. I absolutely adore these live reads, but especially when it's near the high days and holidays, because not being Jewish, it's so interesting reading out live reads with Yiddish words and Hebrew words. But at this time, we're reading whatever we have. We're going to be chatting to Jennifer after the break. Um, as you all know, we, we're speaking remotely during this COVID time, and my studio producer, Craig Guthrie, has chosen our halfway song. So let's see what it is, and straight after we'll be back chatting to Jennifer Stoller about lessons learned in lockdown. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Jennifer, back to you. Tell me what is a passion igniter and driver of change? So essentially, um, when, so during my law career, what I would do is obviously I would meet with clients, I would litigate, I'd go to court. And in my, let's say, downtime, I would spend my days creating content, doing radio shows, doing TV shows, and kind of getting myself out there where I got to to educate people and empower them on their rights. And obviously I got to a point where that started to fulfill me more than, than litigating. And when and it's actually quite a funny story because when people were asking me about impassion in the beginning, 
they're like, so what are you? Are you a motivational speaker? I'm like, oh, no, I don't think so. They're like, okay, what are you then? Are you a lawyer? And it was so hard to kind of define it because it was a journey. And what I started to realize is that when I deal with my clients and when I deal with people that are going through conflicts and people that need the law um, and they need advice, I always start with the human first. And I always ask them what makes them happy, what make what it, what what they're passionate about, and what is their purpose in life. Because sometimes we get so stuck in relationships or conflict, toxic situations where we actually forget about what sets our soul on fire and what makes us happy. And by asking those questions to my clients, what are you passionate about? Sometimes they don't even know. And it's and it's quite sad because, let's be honest, you want to live a life of passion and purpose. You want to live a life of making change and adding impact to the world, whatever kind of way you do it. And when I ask those questions, we actually start going on another journey not only obviously resolving their legal issue, but what makes them happy and what they are passionate about. And I kind of took it upon myself, it might be a little bit cheeky, where I call myself a passion igniter because I genuinely do not only ignite passion with myself, but passion in people that feel like it's the end for them and they it's just turmoil. Well, I find that very fascinating. I'm sure you're going to be getting a lot of um, communication via social media and, and via your, your email after this, where people need that. We need our passion ignited, especially during this time. We're going through a time of feelings of, of hopelessness, helplessness. Um, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are taking it out and misdirecting their anger on those that are closest to them without even realizing it because they don't realize there is an underlying feeling of anxiety during this time. We don't know what's going to happen. And we're now seeing in the news that COVID hasn't gone away. In fact, it's intensifying. And this is all very scary, especially if one has a business, especially if one has children and one worries about one's loved ones. So yeah. your your prime passion is to help people, to, to be able to reach a point of what exactly? Mm-hmm. So my prime passion is essentially getting into a space where I get to educate, empower, inspire people, and for them to know that you're not a tree, you're a human being, you can do whatever you want. Like, even obviously during this time, it's been, like, I do wake up some days and I'm so scared and I have my moments, but then I move on and I kind of gather myself. And what what I was saying to my friend the other day, he said to me, but Jen, if passion doesn't work, it's fine. You can just you can just go back to being an attorney again and get a job at a law firm. And I'm like, yeah. Or I could be a yoga instructor. Or I could be a teacher. Or do you know what I mean? I can be whatever I essentially want to be. Whatever serves me and whatever makes me happy, I get to to be that. And so do people. And what I kind of impart on on my clients and the audiences that I speak to and, and even my friends and on my in my daily life is that I show people that, yes, I don't have it figured out. Yes, I get scared sometimes. You know what? Sometimes you got to fake it until you make it. But we can be whatever we want. And I give people the space, so a comfortable connecting space where they get to communicate, they get to explore themselves, and I give them tools to be able to use in the future. So obviously I don't like to just solve a problem and move on because I am a firm believer that if we don't learn our lesson with one mistake, things will keep happening to teach us that lesson. So 
my whole goal is to educate, empower, inspire, show people that they can do whatever they want to do. And yeah, I back them. And I really, I believe in humans. I do. Well, what I'm taking away from this um, is that one can reinvent themselves. One can follow their passion. We don't have to be stuck in the mundane. And perhaps during this time of, of, of lockdown, we need a lot of introspection. I spoke just now about T-shirts. So I want to tell you more about these T-shirts. You know, it goes along the lines of this. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Well, a T-shirt that you don't have is a High FM T-shirt. Don't despair, though. Here's how you can get one. High FM is currently appearing on the electronic billboard corner of Graceland Drive and Catherine in Santon. Take a photo. Either tweet it at High FM or post it on Facebook and tag 101.9 High FM. When we see it, we'll give you the T-shirt. You only have until Friday the 26th to do it. Been there, heard that, got the T-shirt. Got to love these live reads. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to carry on our chat with Jennifer. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. As I'm sure you may have realized today, despite technical glitches that we've been experiencing the last couple of weeks with lockdown, we're looking to also not just talk about the negative. And we chatted today to Jennifer Stoller about lessons one can take away from lockdown. And if you want to find out more, I, I suggest you visit www.impassion.co.za and perhaps chat to Jennifer. And you can even email her, jennifer at impassion.coza. Jennifer, what do you think the biggest lesson that we as a people have learned or can still learn from this lockdown? So, okay, I'm going to give you like three short ones because obviously I'm an attorney and we can't just give a straight answer. But <laughs> the first one for me is that we we were in a space where we really were not treating the world in like in the earth in a manner that it obviously deserved to be treated at. And what um, when we went into lockdown, I can't I wrote an ebook on ten. 10 ways to keep your head up and your and your heart strong when the unknown lingers. And I didn't only do it for, for people to read it, but I also did it for myself and it made me feel feel calmer. And the first thing that I said in this was the the world first get the earth gave us a whisper, obviously with global warming and everything around us and then it was kind of like a, a small talking to, like people getting told you have to recycle. And then it was a massive scream. And the scream was COVID. And we had to, we had to go into our houses and we had to, essentially the human race was sacrificed in order for the, the earth to heal. So I do hope that we, we as a race realize that we can't keep abusing it. The second thing is, is that what I find really funny about humans is that the things that we complained about, we miss. So when we would complain about traffic, we miss driving and going to see friends. When we would complain about being too crowded in a club, we miss going to a club. And I kind of make a joke because it's when when will we actually be happy? Do you know what I mean? It's that when we have something, we don't appreciate it. When it's taken away, we want it back. But when we have it again, have we actually learned our lesson? And that's obviously for us to individually answer. And the last one for me is that Human connection is most certainly in our DNA. Although I do enjoy working from home, I do enjoy Zoom calls, I do enjoy that kind of aspect, but the soul, the soul does need it. I do miss hugging my friends, I do miss a bra, 
those little things of connecting with another human being in a physical space are things that that I do think add a lot of value to our lives. I find those words very wise and I find them inspiring, except the part about the club. I get I get very, very anxious <laughs> I and I think it's the claustrophobic right. I haven't been, <laughs> haven't been to a club for years. But on your bio, you actually said something which makes a lot of sense. You quoted Albert Einstein where he said, a clever person solves a problem, a wise person avoids it. And I think with this introspection, we're going forward, understanding what's more important in life. Um, the social interaction, I agree with you. It's so very important. We are social beings. We're not meant to be alone as humans. But there's a there's a point of when does it end and how social do you have to be? And I think a lot of us have got to know ourselves a lot better during this time because we've been forced to. And we've been we've been forced to to confront demons, we've been forced to confront realities, and we've also realized, I think this is what's so very important. That a crisis can come at any time, and we need to prepare for those crises. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can predict a crisis. Nobody could ever have predicted COVID-19, although five and a half years ago, um, <laughs> President Obama did say that we can anticipate a massive uh, worldwide pandemic that may affect the respiratory system. But that's something that you're not really going to take seriously. We're not used to these things. We don't live in the times of the plague, etc. However... We can prepare now going forward for other emergencies, for other disasters, and we need to also take away from this the fact that we need to have a contingency plan in place because a lot of us were caught unawares and we never had a contingency plan, and therein lies a massive problem. Uh, If one looks at smaller companies that went into lockdown, they need to find alternative revenue streams. A lot of them decided to get involved in something they knew absolutely nothing about. And that was the acquiring and selling of PPE. And they got caught with their pants down because they knew nothing about it. It wasn't a, 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 a well-formulated plan. They were looking for an alternative um, revenue stream, and it didn't work for them. So how do we plan to have a contingency plan in place for something that we cannot predict, Jennifer? Yeah. So for me, what I, what I kind of say, and it might, it might sound quite morbid, but I, I have a saying that I say is that humans only learn their lessons when they're on the precipice of disaster. So as, as a human race or as anything that you've ever dealt with, let's say in your, in your personal life or in your whatever, we push the boundaries so much that only when it happens, we go, Oh no, <laughs> how do I fix this? And that is kind of what my, why I started in passion. I try to show people that you, you are never ever going to avoid conflict in life. Conflict is inevitable. Everywhere that you go in life, you, you're going to face some sort of conflict. However, combat is optional. So the way that you deal with something really does navigate the path that you take. And when I, when I deal with clients where they come for anti-nuptial contracts, I've had a lot of questions by them saying, if I'm entering into this anti-nuptial contract, am I not placing a bad omen on my marriage? And I literally reply to them and I say, well, cancel your medical aid because then you're placing a bad omen on your medical, on your, on your health. And it's kind of like, so what I'm trying to show people is that you can educate yourself. You can empower yourself. You can have mechanisms. You can literally hope for the best and prepare for the worst. 
you can have that umbrella next to you in your life where you have the tools, you have the education, you know your legal rights, you know exactly what to avoid. But if that does happen, you have already your your legal arsenal to, to help you. And you might not have to use that umbrella. Like no one walks around with an umbrella when it's like so sunny. Do you know what I mean? But you know that if it rains, you get to use that umbrella. And that is what I kind of try, try to show people is that we don't have to go through pain and disaster. And yes, there is a, there is a big place for pain in life. There is. It, it teaches massive lessons. Trust me, I know. But why go through it constantly? Why have a circle of it? Educate yourself. Know that, um, yes, this is a pandemic. In the next five years, something else might happen. We might be getting sick from the sanitizer that we use. Do you know what I mean? Anything can happen. But make sure that when you are educating and empowering yourself, you're setting such a solid foundation that anything that you build on that foundation is actually sustainable. I, I really learned a lot today, and I've taken away from this that we need to be able to adapt. We need to be able to ensure that we stay positive during this time. And I never thought I could be motivated by an attorney. That's the honest <laughs> truth. And I really have been motivated by an attorney. And if you've been motivated by an attorney, well, you know, then you need to contact Impassion Transcend Yourself because they do a lot of things. And it's, it's all about passion and purpose. And I implore you to, to visit www.impassion.co.za. Speak to Jennifer. You can email her, Jennifer, at impassion.co.za and learn more about how you can, can make a difference and how you can maybe live your life experiencing that, that passion that may, may not have come to the fore. You may have suppressed it. I know that I'm seeing changes as we go through this COVID. I know that I've made massive changes in my life. And I know that come the end of this COVID lockdown and, and hopefully a return to what they term the new normal, that things will be different and that there will be more resilience. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And as I said, it's also when I go through all of this, it ignites more passion in me. And it's, it, I just really appreciate the space. And thank you so much. Well, I'm just appreciative of the fact that our listeners got to hear something today of a positive note. Normally, we're dealing with the doom and gloom of fraud, mm -hmm. corruption, and crime in South Africa. And today, we got to give something back to say that it's not all doom and gloom. And remember, you can visit www.impassion.co.za, and this is not, full disclosure, an ad. It's something <laughs> that I found, and I'm really passionate about all of us taking this opportunity to to at least have that sense of introspection and at least have that sense of resilience. Jennifer, thank you so much. And I hope we get to chat again during the new normal. 100%. I hope you keep safe and I hope you are well. Thank you so much. To all our listeners, stay safe out there. Keep warm. It is winter. Think about your fellow man. There's still poverty. There's still homelessness. Um, these problems haven't been solved during lockdown. And most important, they understand that COVID hasn't gone away. In fact, it may even get worse. So carry on practicing your social distancing. It's not just for you. It's for those others around you. And I'll be back next week and back to our usual format of discussing fraud, corruption, what you can do to make a difference in South Africa. My name is Chad Thomas. You've been listening to Confidential Brief live on 101.9 High FM.